Hey everybody, Vanilla Thunder here. I just want to take a second to uh, apologize in advance for a couple things. We had some major audio issues with this episode, which is why it took us so long to get it out, and it's also why the recording quality and sound and everything isn't as good as it could be. Um, we're working to fix it. It's not going to happen again. Um, so take a listen. Um, we had to cut a part off at the end. Really big piece, but we're going to be re-recording and putting that back on a future episode. So I appreciate you guys listening. Stay tuned and enjoy. Quick Stop is brought to you by Lucky Dice Games. Check them out at stores.ebay.com slash Lucky Dice Games. everybody welcome to our first 2016 episode of click stuff uh i'm here with my co-hosts the, the rock fantasy football champion dave woo team autograph woo the rock kentucky state champion mr alvi hello and the no champion at all unless we count food contests i am vanilla thunder we're here with the current world hero clicks champion paris gordon hey what's up uh, everybody has heard us on the line before with Easton Brock. Hopefully we can hear him this time. Welcome back, sir. And the 2014 World Champion, Team World's Champion, and Rock World Cup Champion, Patrick Yapoko. What's going on, sir? Good, good. Thanks for having me on. Alrighty. Now, I know Paris and Patrick, you guys are on a lot of podcasts, and, and everybody talks about meta all the time with you because you two easily the best players in the world. Um... That's not how we run things here. So just so the audience knows ahead of time, there's going to be a different aspect, not a lot of meta talk here. Now, if you are into the meta talk and you want to learn more about the meta, Patrick actually has a website for that. You want to tell them about that, Patrick? Yeah, so the site is called MajesticCCG.com. We have a a premium uh, site where you pay $3 a month and you get to read uh, articles from some of the top uh, players in the game, such as Easton and Paris. And myself, and uh, along with a few other, other, you know, top players that do play in the competitive scene. And, and uh, basically, if you want to, uh, you know, get better, learn more about what, what the format's like, and just basically get into the scene, uh, I think that's a really good way to do it because uh, there isn't much content like that out there. So that's awesome. Yeah, three dollars a month is a steal for information like that from those people. Right, because you can get ideas that you didn't even really uh, think yeah. about. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Especially talking to multiple world champions, that's a it's a great deal. All right, so normally we start our interview here, but we're going to do things a little different. All three of our guests today have... Some players are satisfied with mediocrity. Critical hits are enough to make them happy. But us, we are looking for more. We're looking for legends that stand the test of time. Stories to tell our friends in a dimly lit subway as we drive to the next tournament. We're looking for the tales of tabletop warriors determined to leave their mark on history. 
we are looking for adventures in Heroclix. All right, Patrick, so you have a story for us for adventures in Heroclix? Um, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, this was uh, last year in World uh, 2014. Um, it was, I believe, in the top eight or top four of uh, the singles world. And I was playing the uh, national champion at the time, uh, Adam Friedman. And we were, you know, I was playing, we were both playing like turtle teams, right? So he was playing uh, Xanamex and I was playing uh, Iron Pharaoh. And we were just, you know, jockeying for position, taking pot shots here and there. But, you know, he's playing the high defense, uh, Despo, uh, Phantomex, Adara team. So I did like a 20 or 21 every time. So, of course, I'm not going to hit anything. He doesn't really hit anything either. I mean, he hits me a couple times, but my guys have deep dials. So, uh, we go to the end of the match and, you know, they call, uh, last action. And it's, it, I'm in the middle of my attack and it's still 0-0. Zero, zero. So I, uh, they are, I'm like, oh, what do I need? And he's like, okay, you need a knife. And I have three probabilities. I have a theme team prop, a prop from Pharaoh, and a prop from my battery. I need to roll a nine one time to win, because I can kill uh, Bill, uh, or Desmond, whoever it was. And then I miss, I miss all of them. So we go to a roll-off, I needed a nine, so I missed all of them. So we go roll-off, he rolls a seven, I roll a nine. So, he, the nine that I did, you know, so he didn't feel, you know, he didn't feel tired because he's like, well, you needed nine to win, and you've got it in the raw, so, you know. Yeah, so, I guess it's a like that, I don't know, but, yeah, that that was a, a crazy, because I've never played in a game like that where it went to, uh, it, I, I've never played in a roll-off game before, so that was a, that was a first. Oh, That's man. pretty crazy. Think of how everything would have changed. He hadn't rolled that nine. <laughs> right. I know. That's, 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 that's the craziest. That's the craziest one. Oh man. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, Easton. So you got one for us? Okay. Yeah. Um, this is actually my two day states experience. So day one, I was out of Benston. It's our Banshee, Dark Edge Soldier, Maximus, Splitlet, Creeping Carbon, Full Death. Exactly what uh Chris ran day one at Worlds. Four now. And um. I went three and one in Swiss, and I can't really remember those games. But top sixteen, this is actually like a fail, fail story. But top sixteen, I played the uh, things like the Parallax, the Hal Jordan, mm-hmm. non-flying one, more like. And uh, it's a guy I lost to in Swiss, and basically um, he moved out a little bit and. He never had action tokens because I think it's when he knocks down a wall, he clears an action token. So he's just walling and then putting up and shooting it down. So he never had an action token. Then slowly moving up and doing that. And he actually killed Banshee because I missed like a six, I think, to do the work. And, uh, my, my two alpha primitives actually ended up cleaning up and like hitting him for, I think, like 12 in one turn. Man. So. <laughs> That movie on the top eight, I played Warren Gibb. He's a really good, really good buddy of mine. He was playing as a, his tie hopper team, high father grasshopper. And, uh, I ended up killing every, everybody, but I think one, one grasshopper. And I ended up pulse waving myself to death because I was on Assassin's Alley and I didn't, didn't really look at the elevations. <laughs> so I ended up pulse waving myself to death and I lost that. Oh. <laughs> Oh, 
That is bad. I imagine you beat you. Yeah, like, <laughs> the good thing is, like, it was Split Lip against Grasshopper, and Split Lip was in Godhood with the book. <laughs> so, so I had a plus three Split Lip. He just couldn't catch the Grasshopper. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. Hey, one time I uh, I crit hit uh, Howard's Despotellus with a split lip. Oh. <laughs> I, had to, I had to roll a crit hit to hit him. He had like an 8 attack on a 20 D. <laughs> like, I think that's the only hit attack that I hit the whole game, though. That's crazy. <laughs> the next part is the Tennessee State, which I won this one. And well, the team there was... <laughs> Let's see him there with Banshee with Ophidian, Lydia with Frostlight, Damage Warbot, Atomica, and Link Lantern Battery. Um, so the first two rounds of Swiss, I played some Esker Batteries, which were great because basically I won map and let him choose and then just took this Sinestro room and it was easy taken there because they had no bonuses and no minus twos to my attack. Um, third round, I actually beat my own choreography that, uh, one of my buddies played and I really shouldn't have that team. <laughs> I think it was down to, uh, Lydia versus Green and Slowly. He pulled it out. out. And then round four, I actually lost to, like, a, a white battery, Gluttony, Deadman, Resman team. And Tim Hunter also. Resman wasn't Deadman. And Tim Hunter was copying Gluttony's powers, and I forgot that if you pull slave, it doesn't matter. So I actually ended up using that to time. And then I played the same guy in the same or in the top sixteen and I just one shot Tim Hunter. Um <laughs> it was easy. Lesson learned. So then um top eight I played top eight I played David. <laughs> and yeah, uh Thanks, thanks for that. David uh <laughs> David literally <laughs> I think I let David um David, uh, David won that roll, and he said, you know, take my freaking ring, I don't care, I'm coming after you anyways. <laughs> Literally, exactly what he said. And that is exactly what David did. <laughs> That's David. <laughs> I take his ring, and, I mean, it didn't matter if he was taking away his ring, and, and, and Gil's kind of a sad piece. Take away his ring. <laughs> so, um, I hit, I want to, want to Phantom Girl with, and then the question actually followed up, and they hit twice. Never old super senses once, but if he hit Banshee twice, he killed him. So it would have been a bit of a good close game at the point. He's probably probably just like that before two, but it's because of the Awesomeness? Not the question. Right? <laughs> In top four, I played Justin Piercy, who was a red battery, a Coxus, and Grasshoppers. And just found a spot where I can go there, okay, and take off the grass off and keep on doing so. That one was pretty much a previous point of the game. And then, um, the finals matches with, uh, Paris Gordon. <laughs> and Lydia, Lydia stole, or he was running the double rocket raccoon Jarvis and then old friend Jen, and he was like, he comes. The first match of the rivalry? Is this the first match of the rivalry? Uh, pretty much. The second match. So I steal his white light ring off the power okay. bar. Or black light, yeah. And uh I guess he didn't see what's gonna happen. 
So basically, I got con- I went back and got concepts on everybody where he couldn't take a shot at me. And uh, I moved up, dropped Blacklight with uh, Lydia, and countered his improved targeting. So everyone was in stealth. He has a ranged focus team, and basically just couldn't shoot me. So, you know, and then I just picked off a couple of his pieces, and he had some desperation ID calling, and that's about it. And then I won the book from here there. It's not that funny, either. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, you you figured out what feels to be me, and I'll have to shoot you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is the states tournament that I'm mad that I missed because Easton promised me a PS4 if I beat him. <laughs> <laughs> you you to be fun. I mean, I can't remember what my team was, but I was damn sure gonna try. Between Lydia and the orange battery. I bet it was. She was probably annoying as fuck. <laughs> it was. Alrighty, Paris. Paris did have power still. Alright, Yep. Alright, so. This is. I don't. I don't know if this is gonna be funny to anybody. This is more cool to me. We'll see. Um, everybody here, and probably everybody listening knows who Joshua Ernest is. Um, he's. You know, he's played at a ton of rocks. He's one of the top rock players. Well, the top rock player, I think, right now. But, um, we had been to, like, a lot of tournaments, uh, like, at the same tournament a lot of times, but we had never played each other. And then, um, we got to Tulsa, and we were finally matched up in, like, the last round of Swiss, I think it was. And I, and I had, like, a Korean Night Black Atomic Adara, and he had the Brainiac Skullship that he's played, like, a billion times, and, um, Nick for, like, a Cotton theme. Um, and so, but, <clears throat> we matched it up, and we sat down, and it's gonna be, it's gonna be a good game, it's been a long time coming. And so, we played it out for a long time, and like, probably like, 35 minutes in, there was still zero to zero, and right after that, I killed, um, the skull ship, yeah, I killed the skull ship, which was 125, um, and after he healed it up, it to go battery, like, five times, because that's, uh, which I had missed coming, so, um, I killed the book, I went up on points, and there were like, there was less than 10 minutes left. So, I didn't want to seem like I was, uh, stalling, because everybody here who's met Josh, they know he's, you know, he's super nice, he's super friendly, he's not gonna do anything dinky or anything like that. So I was trying to make sure that I, yeah, I, I didn't want him to think that I was stalling or anything. So I would end my turn pretty quickly and let him go, and then he killed, um, somebody, he killed like, uh, Atomic Adara and, um, Nighthawk, I think, they both had Andy, so put him up in points. So he went up in points, and there was like five minutes left. So then he started doing the same thing. He didn't want to, um, act like he was stalling either. So he would take, like, he was, and it kept going faster and faster, so he started taking, like, 30 second turns, but took the 20 second turn, and we were both taking super fast turns to try to, like, try to finish the game before it seemed like we were stalling or anything. And the last second, I kept the, I kept the, and one, but the last like ten minutes of the game, we must have taken like twenty turns. That is pretty funny. <laughs> it's like the opposite of regular clicks. <laughs> right. Exactly. <yeah, like, laughs> it sounds like something that should happen in Canadian clicks, where they're both too polite to stall each other. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh no! You please go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very sorry. Uh, 
That actually is really funny. I see uh, Jason Allen does that a lot when they're coming up on the end. And oh yeah, yeah. His his in the last ten minutes, all his rounds are like fifteen seconds. So uh, do this, do this, do this. Clear, go. Like, fuck, man, breathe. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> It's like, damn, give me time to think about my next one. Right? Like, to do with chess? Oh, man. Oh, that would be brutal. I would, I would love to do that one time in the tournament and, like, see, you know, in football, we have top of possession. I, I would love to see that in, um, in his place. Awesome, man. Actually, yeah. That, that, that doesn't look a good idea. I feel like I'd be on the, like, the negative side. <laughs> Like, are you I that guy who had to have 35 minutes and I have, like, 10 minutes? <laughs> right? <laughs> like, it would be great to see, like, um, how the really successful players, have, like, how much time they take during the game compared, you know, to each other. So, like, does, like, Patrick take, uh, you know, like, uh, shorter turns than Easton or does Easton take longer turns than Paris or something like that? And kind of see, like, if there's a correlation between success and how much of the game you actually take up. Right. That would be, kind of cool. yeah, would be an interesting stuff to work out. That would be good, yeah. Definitely. Like, oh, yeah, man, this guy wins all the time, but he's playing, his turns are like 35 minutes of the fucking game. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. I know a couple people like that. I know a couple, I know a couple people whose turns are, turns take up 40 minutes of the game. <laughs> it's like, why did it turn really fast, dude? Huh? My favorites, my favorites are people who have like two action tokens on their whole team at the beginning of their turn, and you're there for like a minute. Yeah, you're there for like a minute and a half, and they're like, "I'm looking at my options," and I'm like, "Your options are fucking clear." Five step away and clear, clear the map and move on. I got things to do. Right, I gotta kill your team, man. Let's do this. <laughs> Alrighty, so I believe now is time for our interviews. You want to take this over, Dave? Yeah, sure. I got this. So, uh, Alright, so this first question is for everybody, and it is, uh, how did you first get into Hero Foot? Let's start out with, uh, me... Paris. Alright, um, so, the game came out when I was like, uh, six, I think. Around <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I've been playing, I've been playing Yu-Gi-Oh! up to that point. I've been, like, going to tournaments and stuff, even when I was, like, five or six. Um, but, um, my dad worked at a, at a comic shop and they sold some, I, I think. And they, and they, and they sold some hero clicks. And when it first came he brought some home and, uh, and we had been, we just started collecting them, basically. We played every once in a while and we would build, like, you know, well, I was so young, he would basically just build both teams and we would just play for fun. And, um, we we kept collecting. That's that pretty much the whole way I got into clicks. We kept collecting for a really long time. We got out for a while and died. So I didn't start playing competitively until um, Giant Size X Men release. That's that's when I I can. That's how long I consider myself to play actually play any of the game of Hero Clicks is since Giant Size X Men. But I've been around it since it first came out. All right, all right. Uh, Easton, um, similar story. Yeah. Came out about when I was five-ish. <laughs> ah, man, we're I dinosaurs. I guess when I was about seven, me and my dad were walking through lucky. Actually, my dad knows it. And then um, he said, hey, pick out one thing you want in the store and, you know, I'll get it for you. 
So my brother's over here looking at clicks, and I'm like, dude, bro, this underwater camera is sweet. Like, take some sweet pictures. My <laughs> <laughs> brother actually wanted to hear, like, like, separate. It's not, it's not what we got. He didn't have the idea to do that. We should sell the kids, and I came with, like, a challenge. So I've been playing since then, and uh, it's kind of slowly, really got better. Game, I guess. Sorry. All right, Patrick. Yeah, I wasn't thinking like these headlines came out. I was in college. I was gonna like break one year, and uh, I'm a I, I, I collect comics. I'm a I collect that. I used to collect action figures and. We went into the uh, comic store and, you know, I thought it was the pack. And I thought, I didn't know what it was. I just thought it was like, oh, it's like, look, we're doing something to get people to collect. Uh, and then I, you know, I got the starter kit and it was like, oh, there's a game. I didn't know that. So I looked it up, played with my cousin, and, you know, the rest is history, you know. But uh, I, I used to play Warhammer before, so that's why it, it, it even piqued my interest even more because I like Warhammer, but uh, uh, I pee for this one is better to the comic book, which is. Out of my I bet your wallet likes this one a lot better too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what? I, I wanted to mention one thing. Uh, Ted, you could have shown your picture when, when when I first met you in Houston all those years ago. You and Ronnie, that would have been because I met yeah, Ted a lot like when he was like ten years old or something like that, eleven years old, and when yeah, he was just. You were just playing like in like the, the brown back tournament. You were playing in the main event, right? Well, I think yeah. yeah, that was that was the giant X Men release that I was like, yeah, that was my first ever tournament. The Patrick actually won, yeah. which is a weird coincidence. It's kind of cool. There you go. <laughs> it was destined to be right. <laughs> All right, uh, Jake, do you want to answer this one, bud? Uh, yeah. Uh, White Tiger, there no, wasn't a race who were more friends. We have a hero clicks. Uh, and, uh, I used to play Star Wars miniatures a lot, and the uh, predecessor to Big Bang, and nobody played Hyperclix there. And the owner came to me one day and said, uh, I want to start playing this game here, and you'll help me learn it. I'll just give you the starter pack. So this was when uh, Legion of Supergirl started coming out. So we just <coughs> sat down together and learned, trying to teach ourselves how to play. We wanted to run the coming of the Galactic So three or four of us got together and tried to kind of learn it. We ran those tournaments, and uh, that was it. I've been playing ever since. There you go. There you go. Uh, Drew. All right. Um, I'm fairly new, especially compared to all these people who remember Infinity Challenge. Um, I came in at Web of Spider-Man. The way I learned clicks is Jason Allen ended up basically homeless down in Atlanta, and he'd been a, a real good friend of mine since 2002. Uh, so I offered to let him move up and stay with me and my wife. And then... At some point, we found Heroclix in a store, and that was crazy to him because he hadn't seen him up here, and I'd never heard of the game. I had no idea what was going on. Um, and it was the day that they released the Web of Spider-Man set. So I got, like, a crash course. He bought, like, two boosters and then proceeded to beat the shit out of me with that Deadpool <laughs> from Web of Spider-Man where I had no idea <laughs> what the fuck powers were. <laughs> Like, I, was, I don't know anything. And he's like, oh, yeah, I rolled a six. I heal everything. Fuck you. I, he didn't pull Nightcrawler yet. I, by the time I had to deal with that fucking Nightcrawler, 
I had a, <laughs> I had a fair grasp on the game by the time that happened. Thank God. You were screwed when he whipped that out, right? I was. Oh my God, it was so bad. I'm not. I'm not gonna keep my presence. We'll move on. Oh, I'm the bottle. Uh, so it's like the rock, you know. Oh, I'm telling you, man. For a while there, I had a position where uh, I would take shots before every rock. Yes, <laughs> I remember you know, this. To kill nerves, like taking the pictures, and I'd be half close and freaking. We had some fun going around. my activities. So, the next question on here, uh, it's supposed to be, what's your favorite mix of all time? What's your favorite pie of all time? We're going to go with what's your favorite pie of all time. Right? Uh, <laughs> Patrick. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, uh, I like you. You like? I like you. Like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dark, sweet, good. It's not, not too, uh, you know, not too decadent. And, uh, yeah. We'll go with that. That's a very good description of Key Lime Pie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Easton, what's your favorite pie? Um, I'm actually a fan of 3.14. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Parrot, your favorite pie? Oh. Uh, it needs to be with a mixture of fruit in it. Okay, all right. Jason? <laughs> <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta say chocolate. Chocolate pie, oh man. Alright, Drew. I don't know about you, you bitches. Like I'm partial to Poonsang pie personally. However, <laughs> I am I am known to go buy Burger King and get that Hershey Sunday pie. Because that shit is tasty. Yeah, I feel like for a piece is actually an easier question to answer. Alright? Well that one's bad. But first I gotta tell you guys my favorite pie, which is pumpkin. pumpkin pie. I do love pumpkin pie, it's my favorite part of Thanksgiving. Right, it is delicious. Throw some cool whip on there. Right, Ugh, so good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Drew, what's your favorite piece of all? Time? Uh, my favorite piece of all time uh, does not deserve to be anybody's favorite piece of all time. It's a very good piece, but it doesn't stack up. However, it has a very special place in my heart because it was also the first hero click I ever owned. Uh, the Thor from Hammer of Thor with the all silver starting dial. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the 225 points. Um, yeah. Yeah, running shot, blast you in the face from across the map with like a 10 range or something silly. He was amazing. <laughs> Fucking nice. love that dude. All right, we're going to connect just so we can say his favorite line. He's a huge favorite piece of all time. <laughs> yeah, I think we discussed this one before, but yeah, I love Iron Sparrow. I can't play it. I was going to say still? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Tweet, tweet, bitch. <laughs> tweet, tweet. Tweet, tweet, bitch. <laughs> I never got to, but I was going to get you a Christmas present one year. I was going to get you a little Millennium Falcon and paint it gold. Ah. I, I think we actually put a word bubble in, like, a dial as the Falcon. And it was one of the wild card word bubbles that was blank, and so I wrote tweet, tweet. <laughs> That's fucking perfect. <laughs> I took the Falcon off of the Falcon from Captain America and put it on a dial. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. That's yeah. perfect. Never mind. Millennium Falcon finally lost. Easton, <laughs> what's your favorite piece of all time? Uh, Icons, Casey Punch. Not Icons. <laughs> Alright. 
You want to say anything about him? Well, in 20 defense, 15 movement, I was like, I was like, I had a team when I was like 9 or 10, it was like, we had Sidekick, the old Pekar, Blackfire, and the same set. And, uh, those people were pretty defense characters, and we took down a lot of, uh, veteran icon suits, I would say. <laughs> nice. Paris, what about you? What's your favorite piece? Uh, Spiral. Fucking troll. The Spellsman is one of The Spiral makes the game fun. Did you fall asleep? Okay, bonus question. Did you fall asleep at any point during your world's fun? The most boring thing I had was the one, one of the ones that I lost that was qualifying against the Superman Orange Battery. That was the one I almost fell asleep in. Oh my god, dude, like, Superman Orange Battery can be terrifying, because it's like, I'm gonna take away the one thing that you have that can get you away from Superman. Yeah, maybe one map a little fight, so that was, that was a pretty, that was a pretty boring game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, well, we all know what my favorite piece of all time is, so we don't really need to go into that. We should probably ask like Patrick about the question. Huh? Answer the question. Answer the question. <laughs> the question. <laughs> the question. <laughs> Did we get Patrick? I just Patrick, what's your favorite piece of all time? Um, okay. The uh, bullseye from uh, Spider-Man. Oh, the Patrick Nightcrawler Slayer. I loved him. Yeah. No Super Sanders, no J-Change, and he has a full attack, 10 range. He used to thunderbolt him so he can uh, do the stuff. And he was perfect. Yeah, I, that's, yeah, that's like my own favorite. He's got a great dial, too. It doesn't drop at all. So, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Nice. All right. Uh, so this next question, uh, we'll go straight back to Patrick. Your most hated piece to play against? Oh, most hated. Uh, I mean, it's Nightcrawler, right? Ugh. <laughs> Nightcrawler was always, I, I mean, remember back when, when that first came out. I mean, you know, like, you could play, you could play, like, defend teams, you could play, you know, you have these kind of little cool combo teams with, like, wallet card abuse, and then Nightcrawler just, just killed it because he takes your guy and pulls him back. Uh, it, was, it was just like, whatever you thought of, you had to worry about. And I remember at venues before, people would like, they would have uh, either either it would be an unspoken rule to not play Nightcrawler, or venues would just do the format where it said you can't play Nightcrawler. <laughs> so, yeah, it was that. And then, you know, back then you also had the uh, kinetic accelerator, so he can move like 20 sweaters. And pull you back, and that was—it was like one of the dumbest things that I, you know. And I, and I, I had taken a break during the time, and I came back during uh, Hammer Four, and uh, Brave the Bold, you know, when uh, when Spider-Man came out, and um, you know, just, we we're just getting into it, you know. I know this is really good, and then Nightcrawler comes out, I'm like, oh my god, this is just killed everything. This is like killed like every strategy you could think of. You have to play crappy pieces like Kid Doom to even have a chance. Yeah. I think he would yeah, still get played. I think he would still get played today if he was modern. He would. Yeah, I agree. I think that's the one piece that can, you know, can translate well. The rock that we met at, Dave, I tried to play belt crawler and left my belt at home. So I got my fucking face beat <laughs> off for my hubris. But yeah. I always liked book. I was part of a book crawler. That was fun. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't bad. Alright, uh, Ethan. Uh, most handy piece to play against. That's your Nikon suits. <laughs> well, you said you beat him up. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> I think I beat him, but I hate him. 
That piece was literally like the pitfall of pitfall, the longest time. And they introduced B cards, so it was like, oh, you hit him! <laughs> protected, no. Just gonna take my <laughs> right? I hate protected so much. Um, like, top dial 13, 13 movement, 12, 12 attack, super strength, impervious 18 defense, 5 damage, superman ally, 10 range, and this is where the hypersonic speed, uh, it didn't cut your range. So, it's 23 square, with 5 damage. That's great. Mm. Alright, uh, Paris. Um, I think it actually has to be, uh, Arcade, the, the new one, because, mainly because when I was at Patrick's tournament, well, the last one he had, I must have played against Arcade about ten times that weekend, and I lost maps every single time. <laughs> so, I, it's, it's become, it's become Arcade. <laughs> one day has just ruined that piece for you. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Jason. Uh, copycat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> It'd be awesome to see these. <laughs> oh my god. I, I'm, 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 I'm used to be an old man. I'm probably the oldest person here, so I'm trying to live up to it. Yeah. Well, I mean, nobody knows how old happens. Yeah, it's like a mystery. He avoids the question. He's just like, I'm old. He's like Rip Hunter. Old enough. He's like an 86-year-old man who's gone through like, uh, lots of plastic <laughs> surgery and we don't even know. He's a doctor. He's the he's doctor. We just don't know. <laughs> yeah, I am armed with it. He didn't say what year of Congress. He could have been going back for a doctor. Right. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I'm confident Patrick's a Time Lord. Right. <laughs> uh, you have to decide some of my references. The, uh, the year. Right, yeah. We'll just have to keep doing it, but collecting and compiling evidence <laughs> right. to figure out his true age. <laughs> so, uh, pretty sure I yeah. Alright, Drew, without going on a tie, right? Uh, fuck, you would cut me off. I fucking goddamn Brother Voodoo. I hate <laughs> everything about that piece. <laughs> that, that piece is like my go-to example of shitty whiskey's dial making. It's fucking terrible. Okay. All right. <sighs> yeah, cut me, cut me off now. Cut me off. No further questions. Right. You can go for an hour. <laughs> I can make a whole episode about that shitty McShittenstein. <sighs> go on, Dave. <laughs> All right. Uh, mine would be the orange battery, just because I don't like people taking my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I want all my powers. Right, right, I paid the point cost for that damn flight, and I want it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, next question. We have uh, some fan questions that we got from people uh, that we're inserting randomly in here. So, uh, this next one is for everybody. And this is a fan question from some guy named David Gosselman. What? <laughs> <laughs> it says, on a scale of 1 to 10, how awesome D008 question. We'll, we'll start with Easton. Well, um, I think I, besides playing you, David, I've only played against him once, and that's actually against Patrick. And Patrick beat me. <laughs> it's the first time I've ever played Patrick, first time I've met him, it was like at the Rocket City, I'm so rough. And, um, you know, beat me, so, I'd say on a scale of 10, he's probably like a negative. <laughs> you are a terrible person. <laughs> 
did you bring that super cube? Uh, the one that we put, yeah, I'm putting in the top four, right? Right, Ethan? Yeah. Okay, so that, yeah, I mean, that, that, was, that was his home store, too. What the hell kind of question was that? You want every Tamalki play? Like, David, I perplex that up to a negative two, but I had two actions at this Alright, Paris. Um, I played against him a lot, actually, because my dad's played him a lot. He's um, a smart man. <laughs> um, uh, I'd have to, I'd, I'd, give him, I'd give him probably like a seven and a half or eight around, around that range. He's, okay. he's really good at what he does, but he's, he's got some weaknesses that I can't, I can't, I don't think I can much higher than that. But he is really cool. Alright, uh, Patrick. jaded because he beats the shit out of me a lot. I am going to be <laughs> jaded because he's one of the pieces that when my entire collection got lost, I miss him the most. He, I give him like a, a he's a beast. Uh, he does have weaknesses, but at the end of the day, he's probably one of the most comic accurate dials I've seen in a really long time. He's he's a monster. So, yeah, I'll give him an eight. Jason? I want to know any pieces. <laughs> <laughs> get to play against it as much as I have. <laughs> you know, he's right. He's right below Gotti Cat. Oh. Damn, <laughs> that's pretty bad. Man, it's under Gotti Cat. That's fucked up. Give, give him another. Yeah. He, he is a really good piece, so I gotta admit, you know, he's generally relatively how great he is. So I don't know. I don't know. An eight. Yay! All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to answer. There's no point in it. It's a 10, according to the Gospel of David. Right. Uh, hey, you know what? I'll just quote Billy Bob from Varsity Blues. 10. A fucking 10. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. All right. This one is also for everybody. Briefly describe your feelings on a limited format for Rod. Name one thing that you like the most, and if you would add or take away anything, go ahead and name that. We'll start with Patrick. Uh, I like that the, the, uh, theme teams are back. Good, good lord. That, I mean, cause I, I love theme, I love trying to play theme teams if I can. Um, and especially since they nerfed the, uh, APA from, uh, putting them on mini team, you have to play a theme team, cause I, I like to try to, you know, look at the APAs. Um, that's what I like the most. Um, what I would take away, and, I, you know, I don't know. I, I, I like it. I like it how it is. Uh, there's, there's no, there's no possession. There's no, uh, there's nothing large enough. You know, I, I think, I think it's perfect for that, for that, uh, reason alone. Because there's nothing crazy that's going to be on the board. I think, you know, no skull ship, no colossal guy, no teammates. And it's, you know, pretty, like, simple. Yeah. And easy, easy to get into. So, I like it. Okay. Uh, Jason. I love it. I love it. There's no resources. It's simpler. It's easier to deal with. But to me, the judge, and I don't know, I, like, I just like having a contract on the figure. I, I don't think I'd change it at all. I like the magic. I like 
play D and D, play Pog this year. Uh, I, I think it's great. I wouldn't change it at all. Okay. Um. Sure. Um. All right. So, at the end of the day, I feel like limited is a success. I'm not a fan per se, but it's way the shit better than No Tactics was last year. It's on a, fuck. I could go on another episode about that bullshit. Anyway. Um, what I like, I like the re-inclusion of theme teams. Like Patrick said, I love trying to make a theme. Uh, it doesn't always work out for me, which is why I have no rock wins. But, <laughs> um, what would I remove from Limited? I would at least make a caveat so that characters who are given relics by their, uh, their play card would be able to use that feature. Because people like Emerald Empress, things like that, you're paying points for that character to implement the effects on their card and the format is limiting that effect to not be applicable in the game and I'm not a fan of that. But aside from that, limited is a definite move in the right direction. Okay, uh Paris. Um I think I like I think my favorite part is that there's bystanders again. Woo! Because kinda like what what he was just saying about um Emerald Empress, I think there's even even more figures <laughs> that just get eliminated when there's no bystanders when there's really no reason for them to be eliminated. So I think that's my my favorite part. I think if I was going to change something, I would go ahead and just take the special objects out too. Because I think if you're taking everything out, then you're going to have every team's going to have either a pit particles or a whole cluster part or whatever since they're not relics. So I think you just go ahead and take those out, and if you just want to focus on the figures, but it's fine as is too. Okay, Easton. Um, I really like them. I like how. Especially if you can just hand that stuff over to somebody else. <laughs> um, for me, I, I like the theme. I'm surprised nobody started playing the uh, Shield Espionage theme. Um, I mean, I mean, those are kind of cool, in my opinion. I mean, I know they haven't been super prominent in like tactics, but I thought maybe they would make sort of an appearance in limited. But I mean, it's still a little early. Um, I like that they included the um, the bystander tokens and. Uh, I really, um, I'm glad they got rid of the construct, man. It, uh, they felt like such a huge advantage. The Kyle Rainers, the walls. And, uh, oh, yeah, that was bad. Just the wall construct in general. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does that, anybody have anything to add? Yeah. Okay. No. All right. Uh, this next question is for Patrick. Uh, since you don't have auto buys in the finals, uh, uh, major events this year, should we expect Apex Predators to travel around like they did a couple years ago? Is that David question again? Huh? Is that, is that David question? I think you asked me that earlier. I did, I did, but I, I was prompted by someone to ask. I think they're scared. I think they're scared. Oh, no, dude, no. This, this, this is a really... Hey, you can, I mean, you can play anything and win, but I really think you can. Uh, so I mean, shoot, I don't know what's going on. Uh, you know, when you go to the next event, but I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to go to more. 
Um, you know, it it wasn't because of the autobiography. It was just, you know, I, I just couldn't. I just had to focus on my on my uh, on my store well, more last year or this past year. But um, I like for me the number one reason to go is you know like, to meet to meet the guys like you, right? Because I met I met all of you guys in Kentucky last year. You know, I got to meet you know, all the people in Alabama and all the different places. That's why I like to go. Um, <clears throat> because obviously, for me to travel, the the, the cost is going to be more than the than the reward, uh, mon- you know, monetary wise. But um, it's the experience to meet new people and just hang out with friends. Uh, that's that's what I want. So uh, the more events that that can be closer to my region, the, more, the easier <laughs> it is for me to make it. Yeah. So you know, if it's all all on the East Coast, it's going to be hard. But you know, like there's one in Houston. That's that's really that's really easy for me to get to. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm gonna try to. I think we're gonna go down with it. I don't know. I mean, we're, we're the type that's like, should we go? Uh, we like book it the week of. And I was like, we're just dumb like that. Or yeah, or, or uh, we we do the Spanish Inquisition. There's good reference. No one expects the apex predator. There you go. Yeah. Well, I'm sure y'all are more welcome to come to production play. Yeah, I, I definitely. I mean, that was probably the most fun I've had. Um, I played in a long time because. There was, you guys, I mean, you guys were like, what, there was like 68 players or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. That was huge. I was like, I think that's still what I do that's not like a, like the world or, or, uh, uh, worlds. So, I, I love that. I love, I love like the competition. I love just looking at all the cool different teams, you know? Cause that was the first time I've seen like, like, uh, the Phoenix Force was like fully, it was like, I don't know, it was like fully, op- you know, fully operational, but I was, I, I felt like the really first time I seen the Phoenix Force fragments like being played with like a new mutant space or something like that was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely diverse down here. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, this next question is a two-parter. The first part is for Paris by himself, and the second part is for the group. But let's keep our answers brief. On the second part is Paris. Do you feel like some people try to discount your world title because you did play Felix Faust? And do you feel the second part is uh, for everybody? So you guys can start thinking of your answer. What do you think of people who kind of just sit there and criticize other players and discount their accomplishments, even though they weren't there playing the matches and doing all the hard work? So, Paris, go ahead, bud. Um, I think the, for the first part, I felt it was really any argument about it, I think people definitely do. Um, I mean, you can you can go around and, and Facebook and just listen to people talk. I mean, it, 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 a lot of people do, but uh, I mean, I guess this is part of the second part, too. I don't, it doesn't really matter, because like you said, those, those people, they're not... Nobody who's like a top player is is going to say stuff like that. And if they are, then they're just... They're just... They're just wasted, they, they did the same thing, you know? So... I, I, I kind of get where some of the people are coming from. I don't really, I don't get mad at anybody about it because most of the people, like I said, most of the people playing it don't really understand the game past their home, playing it in their house or at their local venue. So it is what it is. But people do definitely do it, but I don't really hold it against them too much. All right, that's a good attitude to have, man. Uh, what do you think, man, about people who kind of sit back and try to cut people down? Um, I think it's mostly ignorant, like. <laughs> Um, I think that Faust, you know, Paris may have relied on him a lot, but he said before that his Faust was copycatting the game. He played against two Fausts on one team. He still won the Faust, right, Paris? Yeah, yeah, that was in the top 32. Nice. Yeah, and I think, 
I think that sticks out the most. And uh, if you know Paris, you know he's a good player. And he he took Faust and made the he made the most out of him and showed. And I think he fully deserves that. Work. All right. Uh, what do you think, Jason? Yeah, I mean, people that just want to sit back and complain and talk, and, and they don't go and try to sell. I don't see how they can really uh, say anything about what he did. I mean, if you put it, at, you put it in work, you put it in effort, you put it in time. That team didn't win it. Didn't win that by itself. He piloted it. Championship. I mean, that wasn't about. That was him. But, you know, they they can sit back all they want to because they honestly don't know what's going on with the game. Or they beat it themselves, right? Right, mm-hmm. right. Um, I'm gonna go ahead before I let Matt and Drew go. Um, you know, I wasn't there at Worlds, but from what I was told by East and a few other friends who were there, there was a lot of fouls out there. You know, um, I don't remember. Paris, do you remember how many like there were in like the top 32? Um, I think Patrick actually counted them at one point. That might not have been him. I'm not sure. But uh, I think there was day two. Uh, the day, uh, like the, the yeah, in the top 32. I, 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 I wanted to say there was almost half. Yeah, so I mean, almost half. Almost day half. Day one. Day one, there was almost, was even 10? Day one? I don't think there was. Right, I think, I think what Easton was telling me whenever he was at World was there were a lot of people that showed up, saw how, like, he just absolutely crippled teams, and then, like, everybody went to the Wisted stand, got their fouls, and played them on day two to try to get into yep. the final cutoff. And, yeah. you know, so, you know, you sit and these people sit back and criticize somebody for a piece that half the field played too. So it's including like, some. I was just there's some really some really good players too that have brought teams that they had playtested for months with Faust and stuff on top of the the masses playing. Yeah. Correct. So I mean, it's not like you were the only one. So I mean, and it's stupid because no matter who would have won that, they would have criticized them because Faust is so ridiculously okay. But at that yeah. point, you almost kind of had to play him, like. I mean, not you didn't have to, but he was very prominent because he was so good. Um, and well, the thing is, it's like, uh, sorry. go ahead, bud. Paris, Paris, when you when you play tested that team, did you did you practice rolling the D twenty? <laughs> <laughs> he had four D twenties. <laughs> I did have one, one for for each figure that came with one because I only have one of each, so I just brought all four. Um, but it actually came in handy because I let uh. Kenny Pena borrow one for top 32, so if I wouldn't have those four. And if you lay the four out, um, not for Faust, but like for other figures, you can lay the four out and use them. So I just, I just brought all four, but no, I didn't really practice it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, I, I think, I think Drew wanted to go on a mini tirade, so we'll let Pat go first. Oh, um, no, in a, I, I actually, you know, I, I tease Paris about it, uh, you know, all the time. I, I do, you know, tongue in cheek, you know, he's most about, you know, about his win. But, uh, I, I played him a lot of times and I would say at least three of those times I just barely, you know, escaped with my life. You know what I mean? So I, I know that it doesn't, it doesn't matter what he's going to play. He's probably going to win this week because he was, he talked to me about preparing for the whole time. So, you know, I, 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 it didn't surprise me that he was going to win. But, you know, I had everyone already said that about, you know, about people criticizing. So, you know, we're not really, I'm not really going to, uh, you know, keep going on that. But I will say that most of the time, like you, you, like you mentioned, that the people who are criticizing are the people who don't go. And uh, it's, it's the uh, vocal minority, right, on Realms. Those are the people who, who post the most, but don't really do anything other than post. They don't play, they, you know, whatever. They can also do complaints. So, uh, 
that's just that's just wrong. That's just the no, the nature of social media, you know, in serious. Again, you can put a picture of the flowers, and by the fifth post, someone's gonna talk shit about it. You leave it, you leave it long enough, someone's gonna, you know, and then, and then it's gonna get the ball rolling, and then they just just spat. So that's basically what it is. But like most of the people who don't play, that I know, either only post on realms for information or their opinion of a piece or something, but but they never get into just debates and arguments with other people. You know, th- those that's for the people who who you know don't who don't play really. That's that's you know for the most part, I guess you know. Uh, there are you know a few exceptions, and you know I know Mr. Moped Kid is very cool and stuff like this, <laughs> and I do know that he was one of the guys that bashed Paris. So I got. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> so gotta be the rock guy first, bud. Yeah, yeah, the rock guy. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, I I, I know Cosby. He's he's cool with me. I just I just reading about his complaints about the diet, and then he did kind of discredit Paris a little bit, but he did kind of uh I don't know if he really backtracked, but the Paris defended himself. And then I remember when they also when he basically discredited Isaacs when everyone jumped on him, and he uh. He backtracked too, and you know he's like, you know, there was a misunderstanding. Because obviously, it's the internet. You're not gonna, you're not gonna. Sometimes you, you don't know how to convey what you want to say. It, it gets, you know, it, it gets uh, interpreted wrong because it's hard to you know tone on the internet. So, um, you know, I'm getting credit for that. But I, I, I do know that he, he did try to bash Paris, so Paris did do job the game. All right, Drew, this is what I'm gonna do. As soon as I, I'm gonna time this, I'm let you have your tirade. <laughs> All right. Time, you were done. You understand me? All right, I got you. <laughs> you get you get thirty seconds. I'm gonna tell you when to bear your breaths in. Yep. Go. All right, I'm gonna properly tone on the internet. If you are on forums and chats complaining about somebody else winning a game you didn't play, you're a fucking crybaby. You are exactly like the football fan with the fucking makeup all over his goddamn face, talking about we could have won. You need to cut that player. You don't play the game dipshit shut the fuck up you have no say in anything paris played a piece that everybody played it's just like that year when everybody had ghost rider everybody had ghost rider just like everybody had faust it was the piece you had to play to win that year that's what you had to do he's the one that made the calls you didn't make the calls you fucking couch quarterback shut the fuck up all right you're done I give you a 14 second extension because it was so good. I feel, I just I don't understand why. Like, look, I'm a troll. I am the fucking king troll. I might even be the god troll, but I don't sit on HC realms and and troll people on clicks. I have shit to do because I play the game. I don't need <laughs> I don't need to make fun of people who do play the game because I know what the fuck I'm talking about. I I troll with much more efficient things. Go to Facebook, look up Midwest Rock. But if you're not in the Midwest, we're not going to let you. So deal with that shit. <laughs> anyway. Uh, this next one. <laughs> this next one is a uh, fan question from one Daniel Powell. Ooh. He says, if you won Powerball right now, estimated over a billion dollars, would you still play clicks? Patrick. I just buy Wicked. You just buy Please. Please. I buy Wicked. I'm begging you. I would just change everything, and I would like, you know, million, we're talking about billions, right? Million dollar circuit, everyone wins a lot of money. How's that? <laughs> 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 you win a lot of money. 
I don't like it. Oh, man, would you buy WizKids? Can I play test for you? That way shitty products don't come back out? <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. That's one of the reasons why. <laughs> I'd have everybody play instead of, like, three people. No. Uh, they just come back and go, hey, uh, this thing is broken. <laughs> I don't even need money. Just give me a box of whatever the set is. I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. All right. How about you, Paris? Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. I'll probably play more. <laughs> I, I bought a case for everyone I know. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Something along those lines. Plus, being able to travel to like every event. Right? Easton? Um, I would definitely play, but I would at least like, uh, say for Drew's sake, Brother Voodoo, I would buy every single Brother Voodoo <laughs> ever made so no one else can play him. Oh man, that would be great. That would be so great. What, so what you're saying is like, uh, if Patrick won one and you won one, Lottery. If he owned Wisdom, you'd be like, hey, let's make a deal and give me every right. house. Every exactly. house you got. <laughs> <laughs> I would have a monopoly where I would sell one, like, maybe once every month. For like $10,000. <laughs> Some idiot would pay that, that, too. Alright, right, Drew, what about you? Oh my god, I would play all the clicks. i go to every event everywhere. The only thing that would stop me is yeah. if there was fucking multiple events at the same time. And, you know, whenever my wife gets to the point where she'll <laughs> kill me for it. But, there you go. There you go. yeah, and I, I I have, I've I four years off of everybody's dupes. So, if I have a billion dollars, I mean, I'm just going to buy all of the people who gave me dupes a full collection. Nice. All right, um, Jason? Oh, yeah, I, I play way more than I play now. <laughs> I Like clicks, Jason fucking loves this game. That is not, you know, that is not the answer Jason gave in the chat earlier. He used to just be rolling around with a, with a Escalade with Coriander on the side. And then we still had time for Christian Blue afterwards. Right? Yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Have I gotten everybody with this question? Yeah. Okay. I'll tell you one thing. If I won a billion dollars, I would go to every event and make sure that every person in this country has to freaking use a power action for flex. (laughs) 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 Oh, that's so great. I would be absolutely hammered while doing that. Oh my god, some drunk guy keeps coming in and making these power actions for flex. (laughs) Like, he's a drunk in here, so it's actually a thing. Oh my god, we could, dude. We could just get a whole team of people and just get obliterated and go play yeah, tournaments. Well, he's <laughs> actually really, really classy, too. Scotch. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I think there's, I think it's, I think it's Grumblefog on Realms is claims that yeah. he's the Jones Caraclix world champion in his signature. I think oh, they've wow. already got you. Yeah, I see him. That's right. Well, then, I hope he does, I hope he doesn't like the reflex because I'm gonna have to go for that title. He's about to get challenged. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so this question here is for Easton. Alright, a couple of years ago, you were a constant presence in the top 16s before new final rounds in rocks. Last year, you broke through that ceiling and won several rocks. And, uh, you know, like me and some other guys were predicting you were going to take home, like, worlds of the rock world. But you didn't get there for us. Is there, is this the year that you're going to 
come home with the National Worlds or Rock World Cup title? Uh-oh. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to make it to Nationals. I'm probably not. But I think I can take one at home for the big movements this year. Lauren Paris doesn't talk to me. <laughs> he, has a, he has a personal vendetta because I'm undefeated. Uh, for now. For now. No, but he'll keep on, keep on picking up speed and get my first big one here. Okay. Uh, alright. This next one's for everybody. We'll start with Patrick. What is main goal this year for Clicks? Uh, it's like, well, I mean, it's not gonna be, I mean, personally, you know, I just wanna play in every possible, like Joe was saying, just go to every single event if I can, you know, um, but I would like to, for the game to, to really, really you know, the kind of national, international level to just keep growing. And, and, you know, cause if you guys saw that there's, you know, there's like Canadian nationals, Chivalry nationals, there's like all these nationals going all over the, all over the world now. And with open everywhere. And, and I, that, that's a great sign to bring in new players. I just hope it keeps going. And, um, I hope that they continue, uh, so they're, cause, you know, they've expanded to Ninja Turtles. You know, I just hope they keep, you know, expanding to, you know, relevant properties that they can get. Uh, while still keeping it modern, and that's kind of one of the things that I love to be modern. I didn't like that uh, that all the indie clips are legal uh, because you can't play them, and you know I like seeing some more ring. Um, but yeah, just basically, just, I just hope it grows. I would love to see a few super cues hit like 80 players to 100 players. You know, that would be that would be amazing. This would be yeah. You Paris, um, it's kind of split. Uh, 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 my my personal goal is still. Uh, I mean, it's always going to be like this. I think for me personally, is just to play as many tournaments as I can and win every one. That's that that's the ideal goal. But um, my my bigger goal this year is really to have my team Ragnarok in general. Is that more of us? More have more of us travel and more of a presence. It just than um the three people that have been able to travel so far. Hopefully we can get more like more tournaments down here, more that the white team can travel to, more team wins in general. Okay. Uh Easton. Um uh I'm just gonna be, you know, win the, the biggest level of turn to play, that's either the World Cup or this game. <coughs> you can argue which one's bigger, but uh, I'm not gonna win both I'm like full pack like it. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody'd like to do that. I mean Yeah. All right. Um. Hey, wait, hey, when is the when is the next big bang? The first regional of the year, March nineteenth. So we can have Patrick versus Harris versus Ethan versus Dave. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do my best. All right. Not here. Bring it Battle up. Battle royale. Battle royale. No one's perplexed. <laughs> Battle royale. Hey, I'm packing copycat then. Oh, man. <laughs> well, I'm not playing. I'm judging, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. It's uh, next question is for Ethan Harris. Um, with Isaac winning World Cup, obviously you know the Click here, and I'm assuming since his dad's a Click player, he's on to play Click. Now, both of you guys event, you know, you attend events with your dad and travel around to do stuff with him. How much does it mean to you that your dads come with you to these events and play the game? We'll go Paris first. Um, yeah, I think it's uh, it, it's a, it's really important, especially especially when you're younger, to help get into it and just you know 
there's really no way to do it by yourself if you're if you're if you're much younger than than eighteen. Um, it, it's really important for that, but also yeah, just just you know, it's a, you know, like, kind of like a like family trip type of thing. You know, it's really it's a good thing to to have like a, a, sh- a shared hobby. You know, yes, yeah. it's, it's, it's pretty important. Yeah, I've met Paris's dad. He, he's a really cool dude. I uh, got to play him a couple years ago. Well, he's a really nice guy. He's what about you? Um, I think definitely and my brother used to play. My brother was, you know, me and him were probably the most competitive we've ever been about something in here. And when he got old, he got out of it. It's something we got out of it. Just talk about some together and play a game or whatever. It's that now that it's talking about a lot more. Always talking about when the next tournament trying to find out a way to go, and it's getting a point where some tournaments, you know, I'm going to go without him now to be a little game or something like that, but I have the ability to go to those tournaments, but it's always nice to have him come to the coffee pays. Just always a good time to have my dad there, except that I'm playing this on the team. Alright, there you go. Alright, speaking of Jason and his dad, uh, we had Howard on few episodes ago, and, you know, a fan question we got from Easton was, what's it like playing for his son? <laughs> well, well Howard, Howard's reaction was, Tanner is a great son. <laughs> <laughs> so, today we got a fan question from Mr. Howard Cox. He would like to ask Easton, what is it like having such a legendary brother? <laughs> I propose that we see a Brock versus Monster. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Epic. Oh, that would be sweet. A side event. We can get a bookie. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. You have to make odds. It wouldn't be fair for for, for the power. <laughs> I'd take Easton and Howard. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Chris, do you want to the air again? What? <laughs> oh, oh, here we go. Oh, oh. What's, what's your aggregate fighting and in, in any bigger than a super qualifier? Oh, damn! Oh. Oh. <laughs> These are good words, I guess. They're syllables. Oh, that was brutal. <laughs> That's a lot of syllables. All right, hey, uh, we had a fan question for Paris, but Easton said he wanted to ask it. Go ahead. And- Oh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this coming from? Okay. This is uh, Christopher Allen Hawkins, or Alan Hawkins. Alan asked, uh, you can still be a virgin. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think the answer that I, that I want to get that would be appropriate. Go for it. I'm sure it's appropriate. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> this is, this is close man. man, you can say yeah. We have an adult disclaimer on this show. You're fine. <laughs> yeah. We do. Me and me and Alan have um we we've had our back and forth on Facebook. I think he I think he knows his place. I have actually what he messaged me on Facebook. He said, I'm a merc that dude when we play. He'll never <laughs> play again. Shoot 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 shots fired. <laughs> Damn. All right, we need to move the hell off of this. <laughs> you don't look like Metal Man last night. 
Can we not? <laughs> All right. So this one's for Patrick. This one's a kind of a personal question. It was written by me. Mm-hmm. There's a shocker. Put the masterpiece of the question. Alright, try to live up to the expectation, okay? Okay. <laughs> Alright, so you were talking on the quarry about going to other venues and how, uh, you know, some of these people in their play groups, they don't like players who come in and, and, uh, mm-hmm. kick crap out of them because they're better players and they, mm-hmm. they can abandon mm-hmm. stuff. So what would you say about play groups who do the opposite? Because since you came to Big Bang and you won that Super Q, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, man, after that happened, like all of us buckled down, dude. We started practicing oh. a lot more. They were like, never we again. State, we have a state champion and two Super Qualifier yeah. wins since that happened. I keep track of you guys. I know. I know you guys are, I know you guys are legit. You know what? To be honest, I didn't even know, Jason, I didn't even know you played until... <laughs> I thought you just judge because I know a lot of things that I got to do, they just judge, right? Um, but no, yeah, no, back to you guys. But, uh, you, but it, it's different because when I was talking about that, I was talking about like the non-competitive group, like the casual players who just, you know, just want to, you know, just want to play casual, which is fine. Um, but you guys are competitive. So you have a different mentality when it comes to competition. So when competition comes in, instead of uh, them waiting, you get you want to play them. You know, get better than that. That is that to me. That I can't even answer. That's what I would like the goal to be for Heroclix, for me, for stores to want to. Because like the, as, as players and as a community, we can evolve if we just keep sharing our experiences. And the strategy, tactics, and everything. Everyone, everyone will, will uh, benefit from right? Because no one's going to be trying to keep secrets. That's why, I, that's why I did the site. Because I wanted, you know, instead of just keeping it all away, share the information, share your knowledge, and then other people will get better, and then they'll share, and then everyone's better for it. So uh, I think that's, that's awesome that you guys do like that. And I, you know, I, I really hope you guys can make it out to my regional and April. Because that would love to see you guys out here. That would be pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. I'll be there. <laughs> we'll do what we can. It's kind of a long, long trip. Yeah. April 16th, you got time. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dave. Start saving the penny now. Right? Okay. So this next question is for Patrick. It's uh, one of our typical um, click-stop questions. So if you listen to the show, you may know it was coming. Easton's <laughs> already been defeated. So, uh, we don't need to ask him. So, Patrick, would you rather wrestle an alligator or first never win at Hero Clicks ever again? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> How cute is alligator? Uh, I'm not like, sure. like, what? <laughs> like, like a baseball? Like, something from the, uh, from the egg? <laughs> An adult size alligator. But, you're also, oh, like, big. wrestling it like so, a professional wrestler. Yeah, so like, uh oh. This Uh-oh. is. Oh, that's gonna make a difference. Uh, no, um, it looks like we're judging them. And then what? No! Oh, oh, alligator was defeated. Oh, he made it all of 2015, though. <laughs> that's true, he did it. <laughs> he was undefeated for 2015. Well, John, you're not gonna be the one, did you? <laughs> you just have to win at everything. God. Jeez. No. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, 
So, this next question is for every, for, for our three guests, um, and just say the name. Excluding each other, and keeping from your respective playgroup, what player in all clicks do you not want to be matched up against at a tournament? Because you know it's going to be a tough match. We'll start with Easton. Isaac. Isaac. <laughs> Isaac. <laughs> Parents? Me. Yeah. And Patrick. Oh, man. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably, probably I'm, I'm gonna say, <laughs> no, I'm gonna say, uh, Timbold. Okay. Yeah. He's a good player. Uh, he's, he's crazy, man. He's, he's really good. Alright. Uh, Harris, how many events does Patrick win this year, not including the one he already did? <laughs> well, I don't know how many events I'm going to, but, um, I don't know, whatever, the number of events that he goes to, subtracted by the number of ones that I'm there. <laughs> Gee! Alright. <laughs> uh, Patrick. Standing over my dad, watching him play, but like, you know, I, I like shrouding him. But, uh, after the game, I talked to my dad and said if he thinks that he could have done better. <laughs> and the spring, I to say, uh, after the 50, I almost played how we're going to my coach by his son, Easton. I was like, uh, okay. I'm sure Patrick's got some weird interactions. What do you got, man? Well, mine is like, before all this stuff, you know, all the rough, all the competitive teams. Where everything was just, you know, insane, gauntlet, uh, no man's life over that. I would, you know, cause that's like, I have to know me playing exactly the one thing, you know, cause there was, it was World of Nationals and that's it. Um, <laughs> anyway, I went, there's a, there's a couple stores in the local area, you know, that, that I would play at, uh, you know, other, and then I would judge my own. And, you know, I, cause I wanted to just, just to play, you know, just to get games and games with people. And I would play there with, uh, you know, constructed teams. Whatever something like that, and they would complain. Like they would complain, oh, you know, you're bringing cheese, you know, blah blah blah. So I'm like, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna go there when there's a field event because I you know, I still want to go take this off. I'm gonna go playing field. So he goes, I go there field, and then he complains because I told him to. So I'm like, wait, you complain because I'm bringing broken teams, and then you, I'm playing field now, and I'm still getting bashed because I'm, you know, and I'm, that's what I, I I don't go there anymore. Uh, in fact, they have two stores. One of them closed. So, I mean, that that kind of shows you that attitude towards uh, gaming. But it just, it just blew my mind that I'm like, man, I'm coming here to play field now, 
and you're down there self complaining. And just for making me sick, because I'm not doing anything complaining, you're just like you guys. And I'm still, you know, still uh, looked down upon. So, you know, that's, you can't win, right? It's like a, some of people don't, you know. Stop being good, stop Packer. Stop being a winner. We hate that shit here. <laughs> How dare you be so damn good? <laughs> hey, you know what? It's sealed. I, I, you know, I, I hate it sealed. Even after this, I hate sealed because uh, the, sets un- the sets are unbalanced. Uh, so that's why it, it doesn't make for a good tournament. Uh, if they make balanced sets like they do in Magic, if you guys play Magic, uh, uh, then it would be worth playing sealed. But, you know, if you pull, you pull like a, you know, like, uh, Chaos War was one. You pull up Sentry Void, it's like, what's the point of playing? No one's <laughs> yeah. gonna, no one's gonna do it. And they kept doing that over and over and over. Yeah, that's another one, exactly. So, I mean, if they yeah. make more balance, yeah. then it'd be fine. But other than that, no, that's just It's a lot of the game world stuff, right? Yeah, see? <laughs> You're a terrible person. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, next question. There's a super few coming up. You've got one month. How much time do you spend preparing? Give us like an, uh, hour estimate, like. Two Easton. Um, I spend most of my time just brainstorming. I think, I think playtesting is important, but I don't think it's as important as just, you know, looking and memorizing pieces and you know, making all sorts of teams. From yeah. all those teams you can build, you can do a little bit of face testing, but in your mind, you mostly know how it's going to play out. And once I see a rock, and there's a lot of them, like, you know, in our general area in the southeast, um, I'd say I'd probably do, you said a month, including a month of knowing, right? Um, yeah, you got a, a month to prepare. Um, I'd probably say maybe 12 hours of play testing and a lot more of brainstorming. Okay. Um, so, uh, follow-up question for you. If you do play test, um, I know we have a thing, uh, when me and Jason play test is, for the majority, we take out crit misses and crit hits, because there's just some things that you really can't always depend on happening in an actual match, like, they're really good or really bad, but we try to, you know, if you, if you run out for the alpha strike and you crit miss on the first turn, yes, that can happen in a tournament. But then you're losing the potential to learn what your piece can do. So do you ever cut those out, or you know, do um, you keep them I've in? Nev- I've never cut them out because I think you can't depend on them, but they're still part of the game. So yeah, you can take it. You can say, you know, sometimes they may say, you know, what if I do? But a lot of the times I like to play it out and see how I can adapt and overcome. Right. Uh, it's critness, obviously, and then if I can't, and uh, you know, a lot of times if you. Getting a crit hit or something else getting a crit hit, it's a matter of learning to finish the game and keep on moving forward. So I think it's a good thing to actually keep on playing that sometimes. Okay. Uh, Paris, uh, same question. How much time do you spend preparing? Um, act, just, just act, literal playtesting of just playing on the map. Probably, yes, several hours a week as much, as much as I can. It's, it was a lot harder previously with this, the scheduling. Um, I'm in a, it's a little different now. Hopefully I can get in more than I used to. But yeah, hope, previously probably a few hours a week, hopefully more like 10 hours a week leading up. But if you're talking about, um, like just brainstorming and, and looking at figures and, and building teams and stuff like that, I don't, 
I don't know if there's really, I don't, I don't know how to accurately measure that because it's very, very high. Hey, let, let me, uh, let me add something that, uh, David, we, uh, our group, we absolutely take care of equipment and equipment. It's funny when you said that because I absolutely did it totally. Uh, I, I think Paris, when you were texting me, you saw that too, right? When, uh, yeah, man, it's just, it's just a myth, uh, the quick, it's just a hit. Um, unless it's, it's the only way you can, you know, if, uh, let's say you need, you can need quick to damage a, uh, uh, impervious person, then that's the only way we can do it. But other than that, it's just a hit. So yeah, I, I, I agree with that. But I mean, I see, we do that too, but then the more and more we play, we always come back to, oh, you didn't get that quick next. Or if you didn't get a separate hit, then this wouldn't happen. So we just completely take it out. Okay. Interesting. Um, I think Drew was talking to Howard, so Howard had a question he wanted us to ask uh, while we were sitting here recording. Um, he says he wants to know what everyone thinks of the latest announcement for the Rock concerning redemption and baseball kits. Paris, you want to? Have you read it yet? Or um, I had it. I had it read to me. I didn't read it myself, so I'm I'm not totally familiar with it. I know that it's you can like redeem the points. There's like a scratch off or whatever, and you can redeem the points online. It's, it, from what I've heard, it sounds really cool. Um, but yeah, I'm not I'm not I don't I'm not I don't have a large information on it. Okay, Ethan. Um, I think I think it's good. I don't know how many points we had last year, but me and my dad had a lot left over. To get, you know, boosters and all that that I saw. I didn't really need to do that much with all the surprise walk kit, but I saw, like, the boosters that you could buy with points and stuff, and that's pretty cool. Okay, and, uh, Patrick, rock board member, what do you think? <laughs> uh, this is, it's amazing. Um, I mean, Howard has been basically pitching me for the last couple of years about it. And I'm just hearing, just hearing him all the time, and, 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 and he would just be like, look, we're working on, working on, working on it, and, and, you know, when he finally told me, hey, it's gonna, it's gonna come together, and I'm like, yeah, sure, you said that for the last, like, two years. Um, but, but, I, I mean, that, it's amazing. I think it's good, it's really good. Um, Howard really, he really gets on him. That, that, that's why he, he is, like, the most valuable person that the rock, like, if we lose the rock around that, if we lose the rock around that, I'm just gonna, you know, that's, that's just the reality. If he does everything and anything needed to make this game succeed, and make the circuit succeed. And, you know, I think we, we, you know, thankful for everyone should be thankful for that because we want to have this. We probably want to be talking right now if, if, uh, if you didn't take it by me. But, um, you know, they used to do, uh, for winners of the Rock, the Rock Super Key, they used to get a $100, uh, credit player. And then a lot of people were, uh, complaining about that because they wanted to get Connolly instead. Um, and, uh, the Connellys are, if you look at them, not, the Connellys are like not really worth as much as they used to be back then. So the $100 gift certificate is actually more valuable than getting the Connellys now. So that was actually better because with that $100, go online like right now and buy a Connelly for like 30, 40 bucks. And you still have $60 that's over. Now, the kids come with that 30 or $40 Connelly and that's it. So, uh, actually, it's, it, it would be better to go back to the $100 gift certificate, in my opinion, because it would not traffic TCG player. They get more revenue, more, more sellers could sell more stuff, and then there'll be more sellers going onto the site to sell more stuff because 
the movie. So um, I think this, I think this could prove that it might go back to me if you go back to something like that. Because it still comes out right now. You keep our Connelly ID cards, right? Yeah. 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 So I mean, that's kind of. It's like you could do that, or if you win a super speed, you could get that Connelly in in your prize. I mean, which is still good, but you know, I, I know a lot of people now. You know, they probably like to buy a with that hundred. You got a hundred dollars. You want to buy like a Nighthawk ride because you don't want to spend seventy five dollars yourself. But if you have a gift certificate that you know you got basically for free, you could just you know you wouldn't think twice about buying it. So, and it's better for everyone. Yeah, definitely. It, it looks really cool, and uh, I unfortunately bought just like a crap ton of rock points. And then our last question of the night for this interview section, and then we'll play some clicks, Jeopardy, is for Paris. Uh, Paris, would you rather wrestle an alligator or be forced to spend every waking moment for the rest of your life with Luke Grace? <laughs> <laughs> But like I could still do whatever I want. He was just he was just like tagging along all the time. Yes, constantly. If you go to the bathroom or take a shower, Luke Grace is in there with you. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> hooking up with your girl, Luke Grace is right there. Give oh, me he's tips. sitting there. He's sitting there in the corner. Watching. Luke is there <laughs> to watch or narrate every moment of your life. <laughs> um. This is could I? Could I? Is it just like a no holds bar? Like either either you die or the alligator die? No, it's a uh, it's a wrestling match. You can win. You're fighting. I mean, let's you be real. Paris has no chance against it. The rest of your life, potentially he's getting eaten by a gator. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll take Luke. Oh wow! What? You are fucking crazy, sir. <laughs> I know it. The alligator didn't lose a match in 2015. He's off to a rough start. It's fine. He's just off to a rough start. World camp walk in and just gator stomp people. Right? I was, I was, I wanted so hard for the gator to be the world champion, but it's just not happening yet. It's all right. If Easton wins the world championship this year, we already know the alligator beat him. Yeah, he did. All right. Well, I want to take a minute. Uh, I want to thank Paris and Patrick and Easton for all coming on with us. We really appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me. It was definitely our pleasure. Um, I told you guys a couple times, uh, maybe maybe two episodes now, about my click situation. How I lost all my clicks in a in a car incident in Minnesota, uh, and I just wanted to send a shout out to uh, Edward K, who hooked me up with a whole bunch of uh, of his dupes to get me back into the game. So if I come and start raping people, you know who to blame. Alrighty, and then uh, also a shout out to Derek Lewis. Uh, we don't really talk about him a lot, but he does a lot of work for us. He made our theme song. He makes our outro song. Uh, he made our Clicks Jeopardy intro song. He's got a couple of sound bites for us that he made that we haven't even gotten to use yet. So a uh, big shout out to Derek. He's a big, uh, big assistant on the show, even if he's not on the episodes all the time. Um, definitely go check out eBay stores.ebay.com slash lucky dice games. Uh, give Howard some love and send it out there and be sure to check out Patrick's site, majesticsccg.com. M-A-J-E-S-T-I-X-C-C-G.com. All right. Well, that's it for us, and we will see you guys in a couple of weeks, and we love you fuckers.